Welcome to Woodworker and Wife. We're Dan and Bethany Myers. We have been married for over five years and have three little girls. Are we marriage experts, parenting experts, life experts? Perfect in every way? Not even close, but we do happen to have a microphone and, more importantly, want to share what God has done and is currently doing in our lives in order to encourage you. Each week, we'll cover a topic related to faith, family, marriage, or business with the hope that our conversations will encourage you in your day-to-day life. This week, we're launching our podcast and we'll be sharing the impetus for it and what we hope to achieve with it. Let's get started. I'm Dan, and this is my lovely wife, Bethany, and we are Woodworker and Wife. This is our... I'd say our first podcast, but (laughs) not really. Uh, We attempted to do a podcast with similar goals last fall, and life happened. Yeah, lots of life happened, including moving and uh, moving, getting pregnant, getting pregnant, and having a baby, which is my good intro for uh, if I have to get up at some point, it's because I'm taking care of her. She seems to not want to fall asleep tonight. Um, but beyond that, yeah, we started this once. This is our starting over, mm-hmm. um, but better. We think so. It's a lot more planned out and ideas for episodes, and I think our our mission and our goal Mm -hmm. is a lot more concrete. Mm -hmm. And I think we're in a lot better position to be talking about life. We're not uh, surviving day to day. We're more towards thriving, I would say. It feels like surviving some days. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it does. But that's just where we're at in life with, you know, three small children, a newer business and, you know, just, (laughs) <laughs> just those two things, just those by, things. <laughs> by themselves is a lot to do a lot so anyway we wanted to start this podcast why sweetie um the short answer because god told us to yeah it seemed to be cropping up in our lives more and more often people would be like what are you doing to um further the kingdom or to having babies <laughs> Besides that, um, but what are we, you know, doing creatively for the cause of Christ? And this seemed to pop up. It did. In both our lives. Yeah. And, you know, we, uh, we listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, you know, you Beth, struggle some with timing to listen yes. to podcasts because three small children. And uh, it's summer, so I'm not driving any far distances currently. With the girls, whereas like during the school year, I go to mops and I go to Bible study, so I can mm-hmm. listen while I drive. Yeah. I, on the other hand, put on over a hundred miles since I put gas in the truck yesterday. I've done a hundred miles just driving all around the county, Sheesh. from one job to the other, to my shop, and I haven't driven in a couple of days. Yeah, that's. Another fun comparison we'll have later about <laughs> we, we got our vehicles about the same time and I have 
like three times the mileage of than, miles. Yeah, I've done hundreds. Anyway, yeah. but needless to say, I I get a lot of time to uh, listen to podcasts or music, and um, you know whether I'm driving in the truck or I'm at a job, and I have headphones on or not, or in the mm-hmm. shop, and um, you know it allows for learning opportunities Mm -hmm. depending on the topic and what the podcast is and lately we've been listening to a lot of marriage podcasts that are kingdom focused and a lot of good wisdom coming out of that and some of it is oh hey we're going to talk about that or oh, I hadn't thought about that and um, allows us to just connect with each other and have those conversations yeah I've been struggling finding a mom podcast. It seems like a lot of them get started and have no new episodes recently, which I totally understand as far as picking up something new to do and not having time to continue on with it. So if you know of any good one, please uh, hit me up with that. I would love to have some good suggestions um, as far as like momspiration. (laughs) Hashtag. <laughs> Corn. Okay. Yeah. Um, so in a minute, I th- uh, we're going to, you know, really introduce ourselves to you um, and just go from there. Um, so before that, I've got an idea in my head, and that is for you, Beth. Uh, I call her Beth, Bethany, Bethy, so you'll hear it all interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Um, but for you... Who would you say is our primary demographic that we're trying to reach? Uh, definitely married and pre-married people, I would say. Pre-married. What does that even mean? <laughs> Engaged, dating, single. Yeah, yeah. Somebody whose ultimate goal is to be married um, at some point, or, or they already are, and they want to... Uh, better that marriage um in mm. and, and try to make it more christ-centered which is what we keep trying to do and we're getting better at it i would yeah. say um but it's certainly something that can get out of whack easily so yeah our demographic definitely currently married pre-married yeah and the thought i just had is you know between you know with me working out the shop or in the field there's things that I get to share about when I get home mm-hmm. for you. It's what's gone on during the day, which we talk, you know, sometimes three, four five times during the day. Yeah, we do on the you, phone, on like the f- actual on the phone, phone calls, not like just the text messages. That's yeah. a whole nother number. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think listening to different podcasts, especially more recently, mm-hmm. it gives us something to converse about, to discuss, mm-hmm. um, you know, not just about our day, but, this is what I learned and how can it apply to our marriage? Mm -hmm. What are we doing in this capacity? Mm -hmm. Well, and this is where my heart at it is. And sometimes in areas I haven't even thought about, like, um, I don't know. I just listened to a podcast about confessing to your spouse and it's kind of interesting to contemplate because I think that's something we haven't really done so too much of. I would say. Yeah. So it's it's just an area of our lives that we haven't completely delved into yet. Mm-hmm. If that says anything about our marriage, <laughs> we haven't had too many disagreements about things in five no. years. No, we haven't. And, 
um, you know, I don't know about you, but I mean, uh, a buddy of mine, a guy we know that I work with occasionally, is surprised that, you know, oh, you guys don't fight? That seems weird. And we don't fight. We're not a fighting couple. No. Um, I've definitely been angry before. Yes. But it was usually about me being tired and needing help. And I didn't ask for help. I just mm -hmm. thought, you know, he should know that we need help. <laughs> and, and, I'm, I... and I'm a dude. Enough said. <laughs> you can't do something if I don't ask. Right. So, you know, gotta but, open your mouth. Yeah. And, and guys, uh, you know, you'll, you'll learn, or you maybe already have learned that, you know, through that you will be able to pick up on certain cues and be able to realize oh something is going on it could be your fault it may not even involve you whatsoever it's true and you just need to be there whether it's to listen a shoulder to cry on mm -hmm. to avoid avoid yes if your wife is angrily cleaning the entire house you might not want to interrupt her yeah take the kids outside or <laughs> uh, distract them that's what Dan's learned anyway. Yeah, that's what I've learned. So, a um, little bit of introduction about ourselves, um, you know, who we are, and throughout our various episodes that we'll have going forward, you'll learn a lot more about us. And that's that's the goal, I think, with our podcast episodes is that um, we will use different stories or different situations going on in our life or that have gone on in our life and how God is really a part of that. And our hope with that then is that it's able to encourage you. If you're going yeah. through something similar, um, that you'll be able to take something away from it mm -hmm. and you know, have those conversations with your spouse or loved one, similar to how we've been doing. Yeah, um, that sounds but, good. Yeah, so <laughs> um, again, I'm Dan. It's I'm Bethany. And uh, we are, we've been married for five years. Yes. Back in June. We'll know each other for six years in September. Yep, which we're Super way more exciting. excited about. <laughs> um, you know, we happen to be one of those modern couples yeah. <laughs> that met on eHarmony. Yes, we did. Hey, we are like one of like six or seven couples that I know that met on eHarmony. E e yeah. And, you know, for me joining eHarmony, it was, um, I, I won't lie, I tried Christian Mingle when I lived in Indiana, terrible website, terrible uh, thing in my Clearly experience. Clearly never going to sponsor this podcast. Nope. <laughs> um, mm. But that is my opinion, so please don't sue me, Christian oh. Mingle. Yeah, anyway, so we both got on eHarmony at the same time. Yep, and, you know, me being the efficient person, trying to find the most efficient way of doing things, as I said, if it's not going to work in a month, it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. That might be impatient of me, but I picked the least cost-effective approach mm -hmm. and did one month. Yeah. And it worked out for me. Yeah, it did. I mean, I got a bonus from school because I taught at a charter school. I bought a couch because I desperately needed one. And I told my roommate I was going to get her a uh, Christmas boyfriend. Because she always wanted a boyfriend for Christmas. Ha, ha, ha. Very ha. Hallmark. Yeah, very Hallmark. <laughs> um, anyway, and so I was like, because I wanted to do online dating, but I didn't want to do it by myself. So I was like, you're doing this with me, and I'm going to pay. It was 
definitely expensive to pay for two people to do this, but totally worth it because there was heck no way I was doing this by myself. Um, too scary. Mm-hmm. I am definitely not a... There are some areas of my life I don't do things well um, yeah. on my own. Anyway, that's a topic for another day. So we did it together. I met my husband. Me. Obviously, Dan, first. And maybe two weeks later, she met her husband. So it it works. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that one bonus uh, brought together two families. So yep. pretty cool. With now five kids. Five kids between us. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so we, we met on eHarmony and uh, moved pretty quickly with it. Yeah, dated we, for two and a half months. Yep. Got engaged on December 13th, 14th? 14th. 14th, because it was your half birthday. Yep. That's the story for another day. Got married June 22nd. Yep. So we were met and married within nine months. Yep. Is that nine and the only reason we didn't get married sooner, like in the spring or elope, is because we were both teachers yeah. at the time. And so we had to wait until school was out, <laughs> uh, which was hard. We yeah, Well, we went through that. the elopement phase that every married couple, I swear, goes through. Mm-hmm. They're just like, this is too much work. Let's just elope. And, yeah. and we made it through that and made it to our wedding and actually got married yeah. on our chosen day at nine and place and location mm-hmm. so but I, and i want to uh, point out um you know not as a way of, of, of judging other couples that do this you know it's up to them between them and god and for us we did not live together mm, yeah before we got married um you know uh, about a month after we got engaged she was in grand rapids at the time she got a job offer in the kalamazoo area mm-hmm where she was from and where I was working. And so she moved back home. Um, but we had our separate yeah, living arrangements. Which was funny because we moved a bunch of my furniture into his apartment, As, our townhouse whatever. Yeah. And so, like, but we got rid of his couch and moved my couch in. And Which like, was way better. It was so much better. It's in storage again right now. Um, but uh, it was just really funny to move home but not move all of my things home and move some of them into his townhouse um but i mean i came over three nights a week yeah for dinner on your way home for dinner on my way home from school and then we did two nights at her parents house yeah yeah and that was just so we had equal time with not having to drive home late at night because we would spend i mean we spent every night together once we i moved back every night yeah we did we ate dinner together and worked on Worked on school Grading stuff and, and IEPs, you know, all watch, that jazz. Watch TV. <laughs> yeah, if we had time. If we had time. Oh, gosh, teaching is so much work. Anyway, um, where are we going from from there? So, you know, if you're, if you're picking up on it, we were both teachers in our career. But our podcast name says otherwise. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Um, I'll go first and say um i became a stay-at-home mom after our second was born for multiple reasons um first of all cost efficiency i was going to be working 40 plus hours a week to make what 200 300 a month something like that i think it was by the time we were done with childcare, maybe 400 it was like 400 dollars a month we budgeted out was what was left over after childcare. 
Yeah. And that just seems silly to be putting in all of that work for $400. Yeah, and um, so somehow we figured it out then at that point that if she was staying home that I would have to earn like $400 extra a month. Something like that. And so, I mean, we did a lot of cost-cutting measures, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, I stayed home after we had our second, and that was through a lot of prayer, too. I mean, I had wanted to stay home with our first uh, desperately, but God just didn't have it in the cards at that time. And he said, you know what, just give it a couple of years and you'll have your opportunity. I remember we were at church during the prayer time. Yeah, yeah. And you told me afterwards, God said two years. Yeah, which also happened to be uh, reason number two that I started staying home is that it, I was going to have to go back to school in order to remain being a teacher and that was going to eat up that $400, quote-unquote, that I was going to be making past childcare. So not only was I going to be teaching 40-plus hours a week, I had to start a master's program, which would then take me away from our family even more. Mm-hmm. And so it just seemed silly and pointless to be putting all of that work into other things and not be present with our family. Yeah, and... I know there's going to be other couples out there where you're in the midst of going like back to grad school yeah. for that. And, you know, this isn't to knock you guys. This is a decision we made for our family. We prayed through it. It was the wisdom that we had to make that decision. Um, we don't regret it one bit. No, no. Um, but, you know, as you would say, Beth, you do you. Yeah, you do you, boo-boo. Um, so did you say what you, what you taught? Oh, no, I was a special ed teacher at the high school level. So, um, uh, my job never stopped at school. Um, I was always doing paperwork at home, I would say, um, which I didn't mind doing. I got really efficient at it. I would mm-hmm. say I was probably one of the best paperwork filler outers, um, at the high school. Uh, and, um, it just, it, it was, you know, I really enjoyed it. God had put me there for a reason. I have a special needs sister, and um, which is the reasoning behind becoming a special ed teacher. Um, and, uh, but I had always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Um, I did theoretically go to college to get my MRS degree, did not exit college with that degree, but did go for that and ended up with a special education certificate instead. Um yeah, because I wasn't ready. Dan wasn't ready for us to meet then either. No. And we did happen to live in the same city at that yeah, time in our lives. There's actually a few instances in our, um, in like high school and college <laughs> yeah. years where we, we were actually met. at the same place, at an event time. at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, didn't meet, didn't meet and wasn't time. You know, I wonder if I saw you the one time in high school. Yeah, I don't know. Um, It's possible. But it might just be that I see her, you know, senior picture and her pictures from high school and can just start to place that image there. Even if I didn't see you. Yeah. Um, It was a a band. We can find out when we get to high school, when we get to high school, when we get to heaven. (laughs) There you go. Um, so she was a special education teacher. I um, I went to college for chemistry mm-hmm. um, in part because I didn't know what I wanted to do, but thought that chemistry was somewhat broad enough and would give me enough opportunities. 
um, is the way I looked at it. And I actually did better in math in high school than chemistry, but I enjoyed chemistry more. And I thought, well, you know, the math comes easy to me. I'll go for something more challenging. Now, saying that, um, I did get a, a math minor, and I think I got like A or B plus in all classes, but one for math. And that was a, a hard semester family-wise, uh, some things going on. Um, but I, I got my chemistry degree. I went on. I ended up going on to Indiana University in Bloomington, Indiana, originally for a Ph.D. in organic chemistry. Because, um, I, again, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, you know, when I was in high school, the push was you're going to go to college, yeah. math and science. So I went to college for math and science. And then in college, it was, um, you ever hearing thunder outside? Uh, the push was uh, you're going to go to grad school. There's mm -hmm. a shortage of PhDs. You're going to do that. There wasn't really any discussion of going into industry, you know, taking my bachelor's degree and going to work for Amway or Perigo or mm. um, even MPI. I mm -hmm. went to a career fair and met some of those companies, but there really wasn't a push for that. And Dang so I ended up at IU, um, which I'm glad I did. I have family from Indiana. Um, my aunt went to IU. I have two uncles who went to IUPUI. You made good life. My grandma went to Butler. And yeah, and a lot of my lifelong friends that I'm still in contact with are from Bloomington, or, or um, some of them were part of a church plant at the time that I moved down there. Mm -hmm. um, so, but, you know, to push forward and not dwell on it, um, I did not get my PhD. Um, you know, I, we can talk about that more later, but it, I wasn't suited for it. And uh, so I ended up with uh, a master's in organic chemistry. And then at the time, the uh, you know, maybe subliminally or, or God was doing this, but there was this draw to teaching. And I enjoyed teaching. And so mm -hmm. I took some time to explore it and decided to pursue it. Got mm -hmm. my teaching degree and a mm -hmm. master's in that while I was there at IU. Taught a year in Indianapolis um, at a really good school. Uh, pay was terrible. It was a parochial school, <laughs> but the colleagues and the students were great. And yeah. um, so, and then I moved up to Portage. Another fun story of obedience and trusting and faith that we'll share later. Um, and um, you know, we'll just say I taught five years in the Kalamazoo area, mm -hmm. teaching chemistry, computers, and web design. And an opportunity arose sounds uh so kind on my part yeah um, very much so frustrating time but um do you want uh, me to sum that up real quick go ahead so his high school decided to take a new route with their science curriculum and needed to get rid of him uh so uh, they put together a bunch of information that they had not informed him of previously uh, because they said it, he had been problematic in some areas for years that they never mentioned to him. And I was highly effective the previous two years. Which is the highest rating you can receive yep. uh, as a teacher. And so 
they decided they needed to make those curriculum changes. He needed to go. So they came up with all this information and said, you're done. And we're not going to take you on for tenure, which is typical of the school district to do. We know of multiple stories uh, where they were like at tenure year decided not to keep a teacher and yeah. um, was forced to resign. Yeah, essentially. Um, yep. And it was told, uh, you know, you can choose to resign or we'll terminate you. One option will give you a nice uh, letter of recommendation. And the other, we can't say anything nice about you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, and and I, I, I want to caution though is that, you know, I guess I always have this worry that if I, how we share that story, um, you know, it's definitely got an impact on us, yeah. uh, personally. Yeah. But I don't want it to come across as, hey, this this district is terrible or these people are terrible. I mean, I mean truthfully some of the things they brought up yeah i struggled in certain areas of teaching and i think instead of well no one's perfect promoting my strengths they you know it's just we're gonna look at where you're you're weak and not strong and um and go from there and yeah um so it's just a really crappy situation and it really forced us to lean on god to lean on god and not our own understanding yeah yeah it, um, yeah, it was frustrating yep. to then go through the job search process over the summer and um, for that not to happen. And um, gosh, let's not delve into all of that right now. No, because actually next week's episode is about your journey to being a stay-at-home mom and oh, my journey yeah, to yeah, yeah. self-employment. Yeah. So we'll, we'll stop. Anyway. Pushing on that, but so uh, he ended up becoming a woodworker out of, um, f- well, full time out of necessity. Full-time. Previously was yes. Yeah, so part time when, when we bought our house um, back in twenty fifteen, mm-hmm. um, just before our first was born. Yeah. Um, I, when I, mean, I was building some furniture and some things for our home and doing a lot of upcycling from the restore yes the habitat restore and figured out as i was building some things and had some interest that hey i might be able to make some money on this so prayed through it planned met with a business teacher colleague who helped me devise a business plan mm-hmm. um, and talk some strategy and we launched uh, just about four years ago now yeah this is a business it was four years ago on the first yeah. of the month DSM Woodwork and Art LLC. Yeah, uh, great name. <laughs> uh, we'll call it the vintage name for now. And, yeah, um, yeah. So I was doing it part time as a side hustle, and in business wise, each year I just about doubled my sales. It's true. Um, mostly during the summer. Mostly during the summer, yeah. And I still Not have. Not for s- lack of trying in the winter, though. Because yeah. you tried to pick up jobs during the winter, but they just didn't come around for, until summer. Yeah, it's, usually folks had to wait until their tax returns came. Yeah. But, you know, God's been amazing since then, and I've, I've taken on a lot of carpentry work since the fall. And as part of that push, uh, I, the, the full legal name of the business is DSM Woodwork and Art LLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did a DBA last year. 
Yes. For DSM Woodwork. And that's the logo on my truck. That's the logo on my trailer. The website is dsmwoodwork.com. Um, and most recently, we've launched a home furnishings line uh, called Harvest & Co. So the idea there, DSM Woodwork, is the carpentry side of it. And I do a lot of subcontracting for like some cabinet makers and finishing companies in town, which keeps me pretty busy. Mm -hmm. And then any of the custom builds and furniture and furnishings I take on now have a Harvest & Co. brand, uh, which we're really excited about. Um, excited about yeah. growing that yeah. here I've in the future. I've design some of the furniture pieces. Um, so it's a team effort. Yeah, so far that's about all I've really contributed is design ideas. I keep trying to help in other areas, but uh, we find apps or something that could do what I was going to be doing. Um, though I do keep trying to help. It's those small people that keep me away from being super helpful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but I have, I have visions. I'm, um, in the next two weeks, I'll be moving my shop again. Uh, this will actually be my fourth shop in a year yeah. uh, between the house, the back of a horse barn that I rented that was not heated. That was miserable. Miserable. And then now you're downtown. Downtown Kalamazoo. And then you'll be downtown again. Just Three three yeah. blocks down the street on the same street. Yeah. Um, cooler the, building, though. Yeah, way cooler. Uh, it's it's the sweet. landlord sold the building. And bought a, a new one and yeah. is moving us down the street. So it's got an old industrial feel to it. Yeah. It's awesome. Yep. So, um, let's see, we're, we're almost at a half hour here. So this is about the length of the podcast that we're shooting for, mm -hmm. uh, for now. So we hope that you've enjoyed listening. Um, before we go, what are some of your... I'll call them hobbies or things you like to do. Hobbies. Oh, reading. Reading is a big one this year. I had a goal to read a book a month this year, and so far um, I'm reading a book every other month, which I th am going to say is successful. Better than me. <laughs> um, I finished several good ones. I'll have to do a review on those at some point. And um, getting, I'm about 100 pages away from my next one being finished and then I need to pick up something more hefty and thought and not um, just fun and enjoyable uh, so something that'll make me think more mm. um, hobbies, other hobbies I have an itch to crochet and um, oh yeah gosh we're heading into soup season here soon and I'm super excited to jump back into some more cooking uh, we eat paleo for lots of reasons but I super super love finding new recipes making them and then making them better <laughs> or making super them super excited for making soup recipes I love I'm really good at soup uh, we currently yes live with my parents and um, my sister it is a full house here um, and all winter they were like you are so good at making soup and I learned how to make paleo pasta this winter, and I can make a chicken noodle soup that is so good that my sister asked for it for her birthday in July. So I was in the house making hot soup in the middle of one of the hottest months <laughs> of the year because it's just that tasty. Mm -hmm. Oh, I want some right now. Um, 
Let's see here. What else do I do? Crochet, watch the children, read, cook. That's about okay. all I got there. Play Sims sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty pleasure there. Yeah. For me, I'd say woodworking was a hobby. It was previously. Because it was part-time, and now I do it full-time. And I do a lot more carpentry work right now yeah. with um, like cabinets and trim and and those things. And so being creative and making different charcuterie boards yeah. fun word to say or designing furniture so we have uh, a bed a headboard a bunk bed a table. couple of ta like dining tables and, and, yeah, and slab yeah. tables that i've got designed and some of it i even have the material for yeah it's just but what are your inside that time uh mountain biking yep I wish you were participating in that more right now. I do too. Things are taking over your time. Uh, well, and, and financially tight to yeah, that's do races. Um, softball was a hobby for a while. Yeah. Because you're on a team. I yeah. call that a hobby. Yeah. Played summer softball. Um, I think, um, yeah, have... kind of boring, I guess, right now. You don't now. have extra time on your hands. I don't. Any extra time I do have, I'm trying to work because I'm always feeling behind. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. another reason why we're doing this, because it's together time. Yes. And we need that in our lives. Yes, we do. Um, so, yeah. So, um, you know, if you can't tell already, you know, part of our podcast is, you know, we're called to create, and so... We're creating something that we want to have an impact on the kingdom. We are Christians. We are believers. Mm -hmm. um, we do attend a Bible-believing church. Um, and as far as ministry goes, Beth, you're part of a local MOPS, which yes. I don't know if MOPS is actual ministry, but it's kind of ministry-oriented. It is. It is. The... Well, the purpose of MOPS is to bring moms into a church building and get them connected with the body of Christ. And so we don't necessarily preach at our MOPS meetings, but we do pray. I read a devotional and um, it takes place in a church building. So that whole environment and all of the women on the steering team are Christian women. Um, on purpose uh, in order to bring women who may not have um, Christ in their life to a place where they can meet him. Um, so it's, it is Christ-oriented and Christ-centered, but it is lighter uh, in that subject area. So it's a lot of mom topics mm -hmm. that we talk okay. about. Anyway. Yep. So you've got that. You've got a ladies' Bible study you do yeah, during the, the school year. Yeah. Um, I'll be homeschooling this year. Yeah. Um, occasionally, we do a small group with some good friends of ours. Yep. Um, the, it's like twice a year. But we would do like the Andy Stanley marriage studies or parenting yeah. studies. So yeah. it's like four weeks here and there. Yeah, when, they, when it fits. When it fits. Everybody's schedule. Every, yeah. And then I'm part of a men's group. Uh, currently, meet like one or two Tuesdays a month at 6 a.m., um, and, you know, we'll discuss this more later when we talk about discipleship, for example. That's one of the topics we want to cover. But I have a heart for um, just supporting other men and 
being supported, feeling like we belong as part of a community, mm-hmm. having each other's backs because um, life is not easy. Whether mm-hmm. in marriage or single, the enemy is out there to get us. And, um, yeah. you know, we need a body of believers that are, you know, willing to stand up for each other and, you know, not just accountability, but support and brotherly love. And yeah. so, um, you know, there may be more coming down with that. We'll see. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. been on my heart. Um, yeah, so that's it for this week. Um, we appreciate you guys joining in and listening. And, yeah. um, you know, next week's episode is going to be a good one. We're going to dive more into, um, you know, a look at where we've come from career-wise and where we're at now. Talk about best choice more so to be a stay-at-home mom. Um, and then even uh, possibly into like some homeschooling stuff. And I'll talk a little bit more about the self-employment, um, yeah. you know, some of the, the trials, tribulations of it, and the, you the know, exhaustion. the exhaustion, the rewarding, um, yeah. you know, the positives. I, the positives. I mean, tonight was the first night all week that I've been home at dinner time. Granted, yes. our family has dinner at like five o'clock and most people don't stop working till five so that's um, true you know, I've had later nights before but it was nice to be home for dinner and yes. to join our family for family, family movie, movie night, night. What, what? Yep. <laughs> so <clears throat> again thanks for joining us thanks talk to you guys later thanks again for tuning in be sure to check out the show notes and visit our website or check out our Instagram at Woodworker and Wife. We're also on Facebook. Until next time.